Hey, this is Karina and this is the Mood Lab Podcast. I'll share with you my personal stories, learnings and philosophies, as well as those of the people who inspire me. We'll cover topics ranging from self-intimacy, tantra and emotional embodiment, to nutrition and movement, to business, leading a team and so, so much more. Expect to be inspired, laugh and learn. And because this one has to be short and sweet, let's dive right in. So I talked a lot about physical and mental health the past couple of days, but I thought I'm going to dive into a little bit of a different area today. So as you might know, or maybe you don't, I'm working for a startup. I lead a team of, I think right now we are, I have eight people in my team. So let's say, well, let's, let's recap. Let's, let's go to the, to the start of it all. So about two and a half years ago, I had to apply for jobs because I was straight out of my master's studies. And actually I was still writing my master's thesis. I wasn't even done with that. But my dad was telling me, okay, it's time for you to earn your own money and support yourself. And he was so right, obviously. During my studies, it was almost impossible to, to do that because it was just, there was such, such an irregular schedule and it was, I didn't even know that there were jobs that I could do remotely or in my own time. I just, it didn't appear on my horizon at that point. And I did do some freelance work here and there. I did work for my dad here and there. And I also had some jobs uh, through Instagram um, every now and then. So did some, well, reviews and some product placement kind of things. And that was beautiful that I was able to experience that side of um, the industry as well. And then I finished my studies, my master's almost, and I was like, okay, what kind of job am I looking for? And actually I was really frustrated at that point because I felt like I don't want to have a nine to five job because it appeared so freaking boring to me and it felt like it doesn't fit my lifestyle, it doesn't fit my life, it doesn't fit my personality at all. And I had previously done these super long internships reaching from six months um, to a year, some were also three months, and what happened with those is that often after like three months or so, I was like, I'm so done with this. Actually, mostly after a couple of weeks, I was like, I'm so done with this. This doesn't work for me. Actually, it exhausted me so much. I felt so bad at the end of it. I got sick. It was not good on my physical and my mental health at all. And I also just didn't like it. I had no fun. I felt bored. It was just not, it was just not meant for me. And so when I was on the lookout for a job, actually, it was so difficult to, to know what am I looking for, actually, because I want something flexible, I want something that inspires me, that just makes me grow as a person, that pushes me forward. And it was, I don't know, it was almost impossible to find because I actually didn't know what I'm looking for. So I applied for PR agencies, um, I applied for other agencies that would do like influencer work, 
because these were the industries I knew and these were the industries that fit to my study, I studied in my master's luxury management and marketing, but actually I came, well, when I was in touch with the luxury industry and at that point I was just not, it just didn't suit me anymore as a person. It just wasn't an industry I wasn't, I was interested in any longer. I was already on my health journey. I was already very much into wellness, physical and mental health. So, and I always already was so interested in just people doing all this coaching work and, and all the, that mental work, people reaching out to others to get help, etc., etc. So I was really into that self-help <laughs> area already, reading lots of books, listening to lots of podcasts and really, really inspired by that. So at that point, I did just really use LinkedIn to do those quick applies and I applied to this company and I actually didn't look up what it was. The description was cool though. It said, they're looking for someone to do performance marketing and this person doesn't need to know performance marketing so far because they will teach it. And it was such a... I don't know, it just caught my eye. I was like, this is cool. I can learn something new. I always wanted to figure out how to do this whole ad thing. And I love all those platforms like Facebook, Instagram. And by now, obviously, um, I love like getting my hands on YouTube, TikTok and all this stuff. Wasn't the case back then because it wasn't really present. And I mean, YouTube it was, but just the advertisement part wasn't that present. So it was mostly like Facebook and Instagram ads. And also, obviously, Google Ads, so interesting to me. And I, I just put, pushed the apply button. It immediately sent my CV to the company because I had this quick apply thing organized. And then I got a message just a day later or something. And they were like, oh, we would be interesting in getting to know you. I will, uh, what time is it suitable for you to, call, um, to, to be called? And I was like, oh my God, I have to look up what this company actually is. And so I went on um, Google, I Googled the company and I was like, oh, this is so interesting. They're like three super young guys who founded a startup and they're actually doing full service marketing for coaches, speakers. They had like a yoga client. They had clients in different areas that seemed of interest to me. And... So I was like, this seems to be quite a good fit because I understand that industry and I understand the marketing side to, to the extent that I've studied it and to the extent that I've used it with like um, just organic marketing, let's say. So I was really excited. I got a call by one of the CEOs and we had a little chat and he was so kind and so awesome. <laughs> so. I actually mm, was like, okay, this sounds great. I told them what I kind of want to earn. They told me, well, it's not possible right now, but you can have that much. And after half a year, if you do great, we can definitely up your salary. And I was really excited. I, I was, okay, this sounds great. They have, they're quite young. They, the structures aren't as set and there's a lot of room for just yeah having having an impact and that that was definitely something i was looking for and so i 
had a little second interview where we met in a cafe. I got to know my um, first colleague. She was the first one who was hired. I was the second one who was hired. So that was really interesting. And I met two of my three bosses and we got along so well. Actually, we talked about astrology and Bali and getting tattoos and stuff like that. So it wasn't a real interview. It was just a get to know each other situation. It was so fun. And then only two weeks later or something, I started my job. So it was in March two years ago. And well, now two and a half almost. And I know exactly that day. I remember it so well. I drove with the bus to their home because, well, their office home, because they were still living in one place where they also had their office. The office was literally the living room. And I drove there with the bus. I entered the apartment and I had to take off my shoes because obviously it was their home. It was so funny and some of my bosses and, and also my colleagues, sometimes they came in like these sweatpants <laughs> and it was just, it was so funny because we were only, well, with me and another guy started at the same day as I did. So then we were six people, six people working for that company and it was such an interesting time. And just to say, it took me through that whole self-discovery and self-growth journey in the first year there were so many occasions where honestly I was I was on the verge of quitting I was I was so close to it I actually looked for other jobs because I, it was triggering me in so many ways it I was like literally experiencing growing pains I had to have so much client contact I had to have those calls with clients who sometimes obviously sometimes clients aren't happy it's a very natural thing so you have to just pick them up again tell them where we are at with the processes and yeah just also just soothe their souls <laughs> literally and you sometimes have to receive negative feedback you have to learn how to deal with that and I I definitely wasn't good at it. I was really harsh on myself anyways. And when someone would say something negative, I took it by heart and it was something I definitely had to learn how to, how to receive and how to assess for myself. And I honestly, I learned all of that across the last two and a half years, um, that span of time. And I'm so grateful I stuck with it because by now I can easily do an exit call. And just to say an exit call is a call where a client is already not with us anymore. So already the contract has already finished or either our company or the client has canceled the contract. And those, those kind of calls can be very, let's say, unpleasant in some ways. But I've somehow figured out ways of being able to listen and to receive, but not let it trigger me or attack me on a personal level. And it's such a beautiful thing to be able to do. And I would really love to dive more into how I'm doing that. 
but also I'm doing those calls where I have to soothe clients that kind of are on the verge of wanting to quit, that do not see their results yet, or they're they're not having the longest breath. And sometimes in advertisement, you have to have a bit of a longer breath, especially because you have the, to work with those algorithms and the market, obviously, and figure out what messages well received by the market, what works for this client, what works for us. And in every case, I can only explain the client that we are on the same side because obviously we want this project to work so well and the client wants to work, make this project work so well. And we are both on the same side because we want to work with this client for, for a long-term corporation and the client wants to work with us for a long, longer period of time. So we are like different, definitely sitting in the same boat, but just sometimes it gets lost in translation and sometimes it's so important to reintroduce that notion, reintroduce that train of thought and just take the client by the hand again and continue. And obviously sometimes it is also really frustrating for us as those who are doing the ad part, the advertisement, etc. When we see that a message that we kind of started to, let's say, create in, in, on the back end in the laboratory, we created that message and then we bring it out and it doesn't work. But it's so natural, like even though we have like, I don't know, up to a thousand projects that we've probably by now dealt with and so much knowledge that we have from those projects, so much marked market feedback that we that we know about. It is still so individual to each project because we are working with individuals and even the individual can make or break the project. So. This is just something so interesting with our job and because our clients are such personal people, they're their own bosses, they have their own company and their companies are most often very small. So it is a, often a one man, one woman show. And so obviously they're very emotionally invested and it's something that in our job we have to work with as well. And so this is the interesting part. For me, I've learned that a lot of things that I've learned on my spiritual journey, a lot of things that I've learned through diving into more into my feminine side, being really calm and relaxed, being really grounded, having ways to calm my nervous system, relieve stress, etc. Having a really good routine for myself is so important to show up for those clients, to show up for my team as well though, because it's not only about the clients, it's the same way. So at the beginning, I was obviously serving the clients mostly. By now I am serving my team. By now I have less clients for myself and I don't have so many clients that I'm going through this journey with. I have the team that I have to serve that I have to work with, that I have to support, or I don't even want to say I have to because actually I do not like this term, but I am allowed to serve, I'm allowed to guide, I have the ability to do so. And it's so beautiful and I'm so incredibly grateful that I can use my spiritual practice, the ways I see this world, the ways I see 
the feminine side, the masculine side, our energy level, those ways I can introduce them in the way I guide my team. And it is just something so, so incredibly beautiful. Because, you know, I sometimes hear about how I actually heard this from colleagues of mine who've previously worked in other jobs and I hear from them I had that they had bosses before who just were in such negative moods. They were kind of almost shouting at them. They were really negative. They would be really unkind. And I always try to find ways of, even when I introduce, let's say, productive feedback, I'm framing, framing it in a positive way of being like, okay, this is not working the way you're doing it right now. We have to figure out how this works better. Or for example, <laughs> a very common situation in the startup environment, people, at least in, in our company, they seem to love to work way more than is healthy for them. And so I have to kind of put those boundaries around the hours that they're working. And I'm like, okay, if you do not change this, I will get really mad. But you know, I'm doing it in such a playful way and still with seriousness. And it works so well for me. It works so well for them. I really get such beautiful feedback in the way I'm guiding my team, which I'm so incredibly grateful for. And... I just want to say that I think we're way past those ways of having those strict boundaries in between and, and those strict layers and levels of who is who and who has more res should have more respect towards the other because I feel like everyone shall respect each other and everyone has an importance and everyone is their own person and people have different working styles. So it is a tricky job, but it's so important to value everybody in their own ways and giving a certain flexibility to different working styles. It is so freaking important. And just to say how we are doing that, we have a lot of flexibility in the way we're working. So in the first and second year, I really, really, let's say almost fought for flexibility because we had to form this company. And by now we have 30 plus people working there, 30 plus employees. So it's a huge jump in two and a half years. It's a, it's a huge, huge jump. And it's not something that a company adjusts to adjust to very easily. It's something that requires a lot of effort and insight. It requires structure. It requires different routines, working style, different meetings. For me, it has been so vital to do one-on-ones with my team members to really see where are they at? Is everything working? Where do they need support? Where can I support them? It has been so freaking insightful. And what works really well for our company as well and goes really well with the way the yeah just our world is changing and humans are changing and our lifestyles are changing is that we have a huge flexibility and from where you're working so you can work from the office you can work from abroad you can work from your home 
and you can be really flexible with that. You can be out of the office for a couple weeks on end and you can also be that person who's in the office every day. And this is so important because I've noticed that working styles are just so freaking different. And just talking about myself, for example, I'm a very highly sensitive person. So for example, when I'm in the office every single day and I'm forced to be there and I have to go by metro there every single day, it just doesn't work for me because there are the smells, there are the noises, there is everything. I need that time for myself. And sometimes if I have an intensive call day, it's just so beautiful to be in my own home, to talk with my clients there and talk with my team there and being just just in that very comforting space, having my space, having the opportunity to in between the calls, just withdrawing for a moment, be for myself and or stepping outside and having a walk or something. And that is just something that I feel like a lot more companies should take into account that there are different kind of humans, different kind of working styles, different kind of energy levels. And it is like, you could say now, okay, but we cannot serve everybody. And yeah, it is true. It's almost impossible to serve everybody, but there are ways to make things more flexible And I'm so grateful for my bosses, who, by the way, are in between um, 22 and 23 years old, which makes them super young. And they are just so wise for their years. And I'm so grateful for them, their perspectives, their flexibility and their trust in myself, in, in me and also a colleague and friend of mine who's leading the second team that we have because we have split our companies into two teams right now that are um, that those teams are doing different things in the process and so that works really well for us and it is just so beautiful to see how we are able to form and yeah to form those processes and to to form this company and to yeah to get into the next stage etc all together and how beautiful it is to have your voice heard and to kind of round that up to what I said in the beginning it was so funny because I always thought I wouldn't be able to thrive in a company that works kind of nine to five and yeah we are not a typical nine to five company we have that kind of time frame where it is important that you're present um, either via zoom or in person because we have meetings and everything and we have client calls, etc. But there's so much flexibility, which makes this job just perfect for me. And I know right now, so I'm obviously doing a lot of things on the side, as you know, but right now, this is the most beautiful learning curve, this most beautiful journey that I could be on. And I'm, I always thought, because people, when I was when I was younger, they always taught me, told me, oh, you have to work for someone first before you do your own company or your own stuff. I disagree still, but I do think that this way of working and having really had that opportunity to grow into this position that I'm in now and having this real learning journey there has been serving me so well and is preparing me for everything that is to come. 
and I'm really excited for every everywhere that we're still going to the places that we're still going um, with this company and I'm also excited um, about everything that is to come for myself and my other little bits and pieces that I'm dabbling in and trying to create and establish and move forward with mm. and I don't even have a moral of that story literally but I feel like I wanted to share this with you because I know so many of you are reaching out to me and they're asking me about what I'm doing, what I'm working in and oftentimes when you're in university or you're doing some apprenticeship or something like that it can feel kind of like there's only a certain amount of jobs and a certain area of jobs available but honestly there's so much more so really keep your eyes peeled and ask around try different things see what works for you and yeah really see what you need as a person to thrive because I always tell all of my team members this job has to be for you you have to thrive in this job you have to feel like you are having fun doing this and obviously it's not you won't have fun every single day and you won't I mean yeah you will have fun every single day but not in every moment there will be situations that will be triggering that will be so expanding so expansive that they might feel actually quite tough on you um, because you're in like this growth moment etc and there are always tasks that we will like more than others and it's with everything in life honestly I don't think there is any area in life where this is different so but it has to be overall a thing something that you're doing that fulfills you that makes you want to wake up in the morning I, I had this experience again the last couple of weeks where I was sitting in my Zoom call, like the morning Zoom in the morning with all my team members, actually the whole team. And I was sitting there, I was like, guys, I'm so grateful I'm working with you. I woke up this morning and I was so excited to start this call with you. And I had the same thing this Monday. I was so excited to go to the office. I wasn't forced to, I, I, was, I was able to, I was... I, it, I just had the possibility to and I was so happy to meet my colleagues there and to have conversations in between our work and I was just so happy that this team found me, this work found me, that I found this work and that the universe aligned this for me and aligned this journey for me and I feel like this is how it should be. Not to say that I do not have, once again, those growing periods in between they're still there they're coming up every couple of weeks and I just had one of those phases um, it was kind of correlated with like an inner process and I so noticed the difference in those days where I go into calls with like tension in my whole body and in my mind and those days where I go into calls like smiley faced and it's a very different way of how like you notice the different in the way you also take your clients and colleagues by your hand it differs so much depending on the state you're in so this is something so beautiful to witness as well and I just love the state I'm in right now I love the last kind of last calls and meetings I had 
and I love how beautiful the past two weeks have been again and yeah just wanted to share this with you and maybe I can inspire you on your journey or give you some food for thought in terms of flexibility and working styles and also maybe broaden your horizon on what is possible so yeah have a beautiful day